0: Talk Radio 77 WABC. The New Jersey Globe Power Hour is on. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome back, everybody. It's David Wildstein. Rick Maida is a candidate for Congress in in New Jersey's 6th District. If his name is familiar to you, it is because he ran for the United States Senate in 2020. Dr. Maida, welcome.
1: Hey, David. Great to be back on with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for
0: coming on. And, and you know, I, I want to start with one question. I mean, you are a, you are a biotech entrepreneur. You're a, a licensed pharmacist. You're an attorney. You are a successful businessman. Uh, why does a smart guy like you want to go to Washington, D.C.
1: and serve in the Congress of the United States? Yeah, well, well, thank you, David. That's a great question. So first, I'll say that I got a lot of hats and I got a labels, but the two that I'm most proud of is being a husband and a father. Uh, and as a father of three boys, David, I'll tell you, I am, I'm very concerned about the state of our state and the state of our country. And the reason why I'm running is because I want to make sure generationally... All children have opportunities to live the American dream just like I had when my father legally immigrated to this country 52 years ago with only $100 in his pocket. Uh, We are at a crisis right now and crossroads, I'd say, in our country. And these midterm elections are more about protecting and preserving our American values and our way of life than they are about being a Democrat or a Republican. So I'm really fired up about these elections. I think it's critical, and that's the reason why I'm running. We need more authentic Non-career politicians in Congress,
0: and you were running against Frank Pallone. I mean, he has he has been a congressman since 1988. He's, he chairs Energy and Commerce. It's one of the most powerful uh, committees on Capitol Hill. Uh, why shouldn't voters in the sixth
1: district re-elect Frank Pallone? Well, that's so again, I mean, Frank Pallone, like you said, has been a career politician 33 years here, and he has a powerful seat. And what has he done with that seat? I mean, people feel his failed policies right at the pump when they're filling their gas. But more importantly, David, and this is something I'd love to highlight here, is that Frank Pallone has been the ranking member among Democrats and Republicans over the Health Committee. The health subcommittee, which couched is under the Energy and Commerce Committee, for 33 years, David, he's been the ranking member. And look what we have to show for it. The CDC just released data that for 30 years, the opioid epidemic has ravaged our country with killing over a million Americans and devastating a million more families. And he's done nothing to stop it. Failure after failure. Now, I'm a health policy expert, I'm a law professor, pharmacist and attorney. I know exactly what we need to do to fix these issues when I get to Congress. And the sixth district has left them. I mean, look at the demographics. It has one of the fastest growing Asian American populations. And I'll tell you right now, uh, these guys are not, these guys and gals are not in love with Frank Pallone. He's a dated politician who continues to build his career in politics over the last 30 years. And look, uh, there comes a time when things need to end. And this is his year to retire.
0: And this district is is Middlesex and Monmouth County, Monmouth County, fairly Republican, Middlesex, overwhelmingly Democrat. Uh, Democratic. You you would have to flip Democratic voters, I mean, specifically South Asian uh, Americans who, who are accustomed to voting Democrat in Middlesex County to vote for you. How are you going to do that?
1: Well, listen, David, our family has had ties in that community for more than 40 40- years. I mean, my wife and I met in New Brunswick. We got married in New Brunswick. My first job was in New Brunswick. My father-in-law's business was on Oak Tree Road in Edison. I mean, we have such deep dives to the community. They are excited. They're energized. And as I said, this is not about Democrats or Republicans. These are about people who care about what's happening to their businesses, who cares about what's happening to their families. When you had one third of the small businesses shut down, went on Oak Tree Road, majority of those businesses are small businesses where people came to this country to build their American dream, and now they've been crushed. They're turning to me to ask for solutions. And you know what happens when they turn to Frank Cologne? He doesn't return their phone calls. I mean, this is time and time again. He has one of the worst uh, constituent services in, in the entire state, arguably. How, do you, how do you come to, to that, to, though? Because I –
0: yeah, but how do, you, how do you say he's got one of the worst constituent service operations in the state? I, I actually, and, and, and I hope I objectively, I hear, I, I, and I'm not taking a position on his platform, but I hear he runs a really solid district
1: office operation. I think you got to go down to these men and women who own these businesses like I have been. I I had a small business caucus summit uh, last week in uh, Edison, New Jersey, and how many people came up to me and said they cannot get in touch with his office? Hundreds, David, hundreds. So maybe he did in 1988, but it's 2022 in the uh, post-pandemic era, and people are suffering, and he's nowhere to be found. So I think he takes a lot of these people for granted, a lot of where he gets his ballots. But now let me tell you something, David. When I ran against Cory Booker, you know, while I received the highest number of votes in the history of any Republican to run statewide, I also did something else that I'm more proud of. I received the highest number of non-Republican votes. I think my message appeals across the aisle to both Democrats and Republicans that it's time that we focus on common sense solutions that put our country first, that put our children first, that put our small businesses first, that don't put special interests first. And I think people really resonate with that message.
0: Well, I want to ask you a question. I'm speaking with Rick Mada. He's a candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives in New Jersey's 6th District for the Republican nomination. And, and and you and I have talked about this before. You you started out last year you were running in the 7th District. You wanted to run against Tom Malinowski. You you know There, there were people talking about, well, Rick Mada should run against Mikey Sherrill. There were people talking about you running against Andy Kim in the 3rd district now now you have moved from the 7th to the 6th is this is this district shopping
1: Well, listen, people, I think, have been district shopping for me, I think, because they're so fired up to see me run. Uh, The only district that I've been considering as I had originally entered in the seventh, and then after redistricting the census data presented, uh, we saw that where majority of my ties are, as I mentioned, uh, my family has such deep roots for the last 40 years in Woodbridge. And the fact that I had my first job and went to school in New Brunswick with so many deep ties, I mean, notwithstanding my wife. Was born in edison at jfk hospital all of the ties that we had i had an overwhelming number of community members both democrats and republicans from the south asian community saying we want you to represent us and those are voices you just can't ignore so the sixth district makes a lot of sense with a 60 percent minority neighborhood i i'm telling you for the sake of the republican party we need to continue to expand our demographics and reach into these men and women who are ready for a conservative voice they're ready for someone to represent them that represents what they believe in and what they stand for so i got to tell you the amount of excitement i've had just couldn't say no to that
0: and you are moving you and your family your, your your wife your kids you are all moving to this district right? island side of woodbridge that's correct so you will be you will be a resident of this district by the time you're a, uh, I already your, am. your name is on the ballot you are now okay i didn't know that i am okay well congrats on the new home
1: oh well thank you you're more than welcome to come i invited cory booker for dinner you're invited as well <laughs> david would love to have you
0: thank thank you so much and i'm speaking with republican congressional candidate uh, rick Maida here on 77 WABC uh, dr mader you you're in a primary now. You you have uh, – there are three candidates, uh, and, and you're running against Sue Kiley, who was on the show last week. She is a Monmouth County commissioner, an extraordinary vote-getter in the Monmouth County part of the district. How do you beat Sue Kiley in the primary, and why shouldn't she be the nominee?
1: Well, listen, uh, I can't speak for Sue. Um, She's a nice person. But let's look at the facts about what this district is and who needs to take on Frank Pallone. Time and time again, Republicans have tried to take on Frank Pallone. Think Anna Little got the closest. The reason we haven't been successful is because you need someone who can reach across the aisle into new demographics When you have a 55 percent Hispanic and Indian neighborhood, you got to ask how exactly are we as Republicans going to penetrate those neighborhoods? And I have already shown uh, that I can. Now, I can't speak for the other candidates, but I'm telling you, we have a winning strategy that I'm very excited about. And it takes experience. I mean, I'm with 40 years of ties to this. Community in this neighborhood. This is the perfect storm where we will be able to oust Frank Pallone. And I know Frank Pallone is getting nervous. So now, and a lot of people say, "Well, look." But, there's but there's by, the way, involved, by the way, by the way, Frank Pallone counties always counties. runs nervous.
0: What? <laughs> Frank Pallone, Frank Pallone, and that's one of the reasons he's won in, in some tough districts. Is he always runs scared?
1: Yeah. Well, he's going to be running scared <laughs> out of Washington. That's for sure. Now, I'll tell you, this is a Middlesex district. Uh, David, we both know this. OK, 70 percent of the votes come out of the out of Middlesex County in the general election. Uh, we need someone who represents the community. Uh, the Republican Party needs it. It's good for the party. It's good for the people. It's the right thing to do.
0: Now, one of the things and this is uh, Dr. documented, this is
1: I mean, I, uh,
0: clearly looming large in this election is this is Joe Biden's midterm I and mean, we we saw a mammoth university national poll he is he is significantly underwater right now across the country and 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 the president's party loses seats in midterm elections it would have to be an extraordinary circumstance for for Joe Biden to, to counter those historical trends i mean i've i've how 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 important is Joe Biden going to be in your race for congress how big a player is he going to be
1: It's extremely important what's going on at a national level because people, the actual people that are voters, that are uh, looking to, you know, put food on the table, that are living in low-income or middle-income families, that are finding it hard to make ends meet, are looking at national policies and who's going to hold Joe Biden accountable, when I get to Congress, the first thing, and I've been pounding my fist at, from the beginning about the failed policies towards COVID and the fact that he campaigned on the, that he was going to shut down the virus, but instead he was shut down our businesses and uh, created mandates that have made people suffer. Now you have some of the worst supply chain shortages, workforce shortages. People want common sense, but they also want accountability to these bureaucrats, especially J- Joe Biden's bureaucrats that think they're above the political process. Now, as someone who worked at the FDA, I know how the government works. And Frank Pallone, as the ranking member of the health subcommittee, should have called these people to Congress and made the left hand talk to the right hand for the betterment of America. He never did it. But when I get to Washington, I will, David.
0: Yeah, Dr. Rick Maida, I Republican candidate for Congress, New Jersey's sixth district, against Frank Pallone. Thank you for joining me. It is it is always a sp- pleasure to speak to you, and I, I hope you'll be back before the primary.
1: Oh, I'd love to be back. Go to Rick for NJ. That's R I K F O R N J dot com to find out more information about our winning platform. Okay.
0: Well, thanks for coming on, Dr. Maida. Thank you, David. And we will be right back with Rob Menendez, another congressional candidate. He's running in the 8th District in Hudson County, so please don't go away. This is David Wildstein. I am the editor of the New Jersey Globe, and you are listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.